2: Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
3: Gravy over icing, any of the week? You got my back here, check.
4: David. Football. Football David. The David. Damashek Football Program. Available on iTunes and at DaveDamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damasek.
5: Hi and hello, football fans. Welcome to the Dave Damasek Football Program. Oh, we got a dandy one lined up for you today. Why? because the man seated to my immediate left is here. You listen to him on his family, a football base, but he really likes to tackle as we do here in Studio 66. That's why we get along so well. He also... He is not opposed to tackling the game of life straight on. <laughs> it's Ross Tucker, host of the Ross Tucker Ross Tucker Football Podcast, and like I say, a whole family, fantasy gambling, so on and so forth. What's the poop, Archie?
3: Good to see you in person. What a pleasure! What Had a pleasure. you on my podcast last week. There was some. I'm pumped about the NFL about Archie and Olivia Manning. You gotta do that. The N
5: if L. Yes. I said, the Go back and listen to this the one. The N
3: if L Tucker- and your Packers point that I mean, I, I make a Aaron Rodgers Packers point, but you including Favre in it, like, is that good? Well, the the point that I made was, if you didn't hear that
5: one uh, last week, and I do encourage you to go back and dig that one up, uh, the Ross Tucker football uh, podcast again from uh, about a week or or, or thereabouts ago. I said, and, and we've talked about it here as well, that Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre combined for roughly 25 years.
3: Exactly 25.
5: It's exactly twenty. Ninety-two
3: through two thousand six.
5: So from their transition the one year where Brett Favre again said, "I'm going to retire." No, I'm not. And then the Packers finally said
3: Kind of pulled like a Roethlisberger.
5: Kinda, yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I don't think that's completely unfair. If Roethlisberger were to express that it's not, why? Why would the Steelers draft a, a quarterback? Like because you said you might retire, man? We got to start getting ready. Wait, oh, can I ask
3: a question? Yes. How do you pronounce your last name? My last name? Yeah, Damashek. Say the say the last syllable. Sheck. Cause the, the voiceover guy, it yeah. sounds like shick. Shick. Dave Damishick.
4: Uh, what, 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 I'm just name? saying, what it this? sounds
3: like, like a Chick Razor. This is what we're doing. You your know nick, what? Your nickname is Sheck.
5: Whoa. Forget and my real name, Chick Razors, our next sponsor. <laughs> I love it.
3: Like a Joe Theisman
5: thing. I, I would do that. I'd shave my legs and everything. Run with that marketing department at Chick Razors. Now, what my point was was that, yes. <laughs> I, you know, but I'm kind of conflicted on this point. So 25 years, and save the one year that uh, Rodgers finally gets under center, and it was an uneven year, but ultimately a pretty good one for number 12. Point is that 25 years, you have never had worse than the fifth best quarterback, and you would make a case that they had the number one quarterback for, what, at least 12 or 15 of those years? At least in 10. all the NFL, at, at least 10. Brett Favre won three straight MVPs. Yeah. Obviously, he was the best uh, quarterback in the league and at that Rogers point. Rodgers
3: has been considered the best, I would say, pretty much since they won that Super Bowl. Right or wrong, I think if you, the, if you, the majority of people you polled would say Rodgers, which by the way, Seems a little unfair to, like, Brady.
5: Okay, but let's say, so It's so let's, uh, in deference to the guy who has uh, has the five rings, Yeah. let's say Rodgers is the second best, or even the third best, when Peyton was at the height of his powers, uh, to, you know, in Denver and at the tail end there in, in Indy. Either way, they've always had this high-end QB, and in the football league, that's all we ever hear about. You need to know that they have two Lombardis, which equals the exact same total as uh, Trent Dilfer and Joe Flacco have delivered to the Baltimore Ravens, so is there, have they left meat on the bone? But then I go the other way, which is this, Tucker. Haven't the Packers fans been treated to the most fun? I know the Patriots fans can claim, well, there's no beating us. We've won five Super Bowls this century. So even if you set them aside, is are the Packers the most fun team to root for over the last 20, 25 years? I mean, Favre is, you know... Because of the quarterbacks? Well, in general. I mean, are the Packers fans kind of wringing their hands like, yeah, we should really win more? Are they thinking like, nobody's had more good times in Lambeau. No one. I I don't care what stadium you're talking about. This has been the most fun because of Favre and and now Rodgers.
3: I think that they think both. I don't think... See, the Packers are probably the closest NFL team, I'd say, to being like a college fan base. Mm -hmm. The Chiefs are up there too. It is rare to hear a a Packers fan or a Chiefs fan say something negative about their team. Like Steelers fans, you'll say like, you know, the O-line stinks. Like five years ago, remember when the O-line was not good? Yes, I did. And they're like, the O-line stinks. Our secondary stinks. Like you guys call it like it is. Chiefs fans or Packers fans, you like I'm on the radio every day. I have a tough time getting them to say a bad word. It's like it's like they're Alabama fans, you know what I mean? Or Georgia fans. Mm-hmm. Or where, where they they they're almost incapable of saying negative things. The other day, after the Chiefs cut Macklin, right? I said, "Well, what, what are we doing here? They've been one of the two, one of the six or seven best teams in the NFL two years in a row. They've been one score away from being in the conference championship game, and now you're trading your first and third round pick to trade up to get Mahomes, who won't play until 2018. Now you cut your best receiver in Macklin." What are we doing? I mean, are are we – the the Chiefs are kind of trying to win this year, but not really. Because if they were really trying to win this year, that first-round pick, look at the Falcons guys on defense last year. Deion Jones, Devondre Campbell, you know, Neil Keanu Neal, the safety. That could have been – the Chiefs could have gotten two good players there to help get them over the hump. They could have kept Jeremy Macklin. They didn't. So they're kind of trying to win this year, but they're also kind of trying to rebuild. I'm not a big fan of it.
5: I listen. I I, anyway,
3: Chiefs fans came out of the woodwork to say, You're wrong, hmm. but we need another quarterback. We got to look to the future as well. Macklin, his uh, cap number. We, we, we freed up $10 million in cap space, to which I always say to fans when they say that, Who does cap space play for? What position does cap space play? I've never seen cap space make a tackle or a block. Fans get excited about cap space, it's not your money. It's crazy.
5: I I I completely agree with that. And how
3: about my Packers Chiefs thing? In, are there any any other fan bases you want to throw in there t- that that are? College. They're a little they're like,
5: bit. Yeah, I guess I. I never really connected it. Yeah, I think both those fan bases do seem like college fan bases, but I never really acknowledged that they sort of circle the wagons and shame the devil if anyone from the yes. outside were to attack them. Yes, like a family. You're allowed to badmouth your family within the family, but no one else is allowed to talk bad about weird uncle. Uh, you know. Meanwhile, there's uncle other Tommy fan bases.
3: There's other fan bases where if you say something negative about their team. They, they'll, they'll call in, you're so right, Ross. You're know, like, Jets fans, uh, Eagles fans, you're so right. Uh, 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 uh. Meanwhile, the Chiefs and, and Packers, like their front office, their teams can do no wrong. One of
5: my favorite subjects this offseason has been what happened in Philadelphia at the draft. Roger Goodell and then Drew Pearson both got the Philly fans to essentially boo themselves and I said, at some point, this uh, you know they veer into self-parody there. But at some point, and don't, you're, don't you're knock, in the area.
3: Don't knock Philly. Dude. I'm not. Listen. Don't.
5: Please don't start. And the people in <laughs> Philly, a, a percentage of them, don't hear the spirit of my message. And I talk to the Philly people all the time. You know, I, I <laughs> listen. The point is, if you're such a, a hard-boiled sports town. And our media is so tough on the local team. Like at some point, it's detrimental to your team's ability to win. When you when when it's sort of like, hey, you sure you got the makeup to sign as a free agent in Philly? Those fans are mean. Like, yeah, right. maybe I should avoid that. That's not good. You're not helping your team win when you do that. Then again, if you're too easy on your team, maybe you give them too much cover. I think what you're saying is Pittsburgh like Ted Tom- like right. Ted Thompson. Yeah.
3: Precisely. That's how I look at it. You're not it. pressured to win. I mean, I feel like the Chiefs and the Packers are just happy to make the playoffs every year. And and maybe, that's, maybe that should be the goal, and every once in a while we'll break through. You know who's not happy to make the playoffs every year? Steelers fans. Mm-hmm. It's not okay just to make the playoffs, just to win one playoff game. Would you say it's fair to say, if you don't at least get to the Super Bowl, it's a disappointing season.
5: Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean obviously there's some ebbs and flows to that when it's a crummy team that struggles to get to 9 and 7 appearing there is and there're some years where I'm right. pleased to knock off a division foe in the wild card round or divisional round but yeah that's that, that's generally accurate to See, say that. Chiefs fans and Packers fans are seem perfectly content. To just and Cowboys fans are sort of like Texas fans, Texas Longhorns fans, who are un, or who seem incapable of acknowledging a decade of ineptitude. Right. And they, well, we're still the best. So, no, no, no. Are you, have you not been following what's happened the last few seasons? Either way, this is a good transition for us. In sharp relief to that kind of an operation, hey, we're just happy to get to the postseason. Maybe we break through. Let's transition into what we saw on Monday night in the NBA, super team, the latest super team, takes down the former super team. Uh, the Golden State Warriors get over the hump. And I feel like, just anecdotally from what I see in social media and otherwise, I'd say it's about 60 thir- six, uh, 66, uh, two-thirds. I'm trying to give you a number here. What I mean to say is 66% of the fans in of uh, sport out there in the world are denouncing Katie Kevin Durant. Well, you just so what? So you you have to join a super team to get over the hump. Couldn't we say? Here's the other way of looking at it. <clears throat> if if you think well you you you, you wimped out. You you have to take the coward route. You, I love
3: your everyman voice. That's my everyman. I love your everyman.
5: It's not man too different voice. from me doing your voice. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Chick. Don't Shek, talk like that, Chick Razor. Dave Chick Razor. Um... <laughs> The New England Patriots are essentially putting together a super team and or already have for 2017. Is that a, a fair thing to say? And is that really bogus to do? I mean, maybe here's here's the response. But tell me about the super team for the Patriots. Well, they bring in Brandon Cooks. They bring in Dwayne Allen. I mean, to, to the existing weaponry just, that they already you, have.
3: You just included Dwayne Allen? As, as your second it. tight end? That's pretty scary. They're not re- – if you look at the individuals, yeah. how many of those guys are really super team individuals? Uh, Brady? Uh,
5: but, uh, when you're the defending champs and you add Brandon Cooks.
3: Mm, Brandon Cooks? Nah. No. Is he like a super – is he a top ten wide receiver? Well, my – Kevin Durant's like the best NBA player out there. Well, my my
5: larger point is this, philosophically. Maybe these guys who are the best athletes in the world aren't even just trying to win a championship. Maybe it's not Kevin Durant saying, I got to get that chip. I got to get the monkey off my back and so on. Maybe the goal for Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green and now Kevin Durant isn't to merely win the title, but to be the greatest team in the history of the sport. And if the Patriots win the Super Bowl this year, much as it pains me to say, it's going to be hard to say that that's not the greatest era for one team in NFL history. So... Well, right? I, I, mean, I, I would agree. Is that crazy to to, no. to be a professional athlete, to be the best in, in the business, and to the point to go back to where we started with Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. So for all their great deeds and their gold jackets and the, the tens of millions of dollars, the goal is to win championships, and no one is going to call the last 25 years for the Packers. I could say it's been a lot of fun if you were a fan of theirs, but – it didn't equal – and nobody's ever holding them up as the greatest team of all time. The Patriots have a chance to do that. The Golden State Warriors are in the middle of having the ability to to maybe take a shot at that. They win it next year. They win three out of four. And the year they didn't do it, they break the record for regular season wins. They're the best team of all time. I'm not sure what people don't get about that.
3: Well, how can they be the best team of all time if, if the Bulls won it six out of, like, what, eight years?
5: No, all right, listen. Six out of nine years? I can I can argue. But no, here's the point I would make expansion. I, I wanna weird. say I want to say
3: one thing about Durant. I was totally ready to say this is a joke. Like, I don't think differently of him at all that he won a championship now. He went on the team that was seventy three and nine and won a championship. Dude, he was their best player. I mean, he, he was the best player for the Warriors by a lot the whole series. He made all the clutch shots. So I do think a little differently of him. I didn't think I would, you know, I didn't think I would give him credit for winning a championship. I do give him a little credit for winning a championship. I guess
5: if he had to defer to Steph Curry in the deciding game and Steph Curry carried it in the second half and that's the re- if that was the story coming out of the championship uh, winning yeah. game, then I uh, you're probably right. We would be saying today Yeah, Katie. uh, He he wrote the coattails of uh, the two-time MVP Steph Curry. But But we we can't say you just
3: give me fodder, by the way, for my podcast. sometime because everybody's talking about like the Patriots, almost the done deal that they'll go to the Super Bowl to win it again. They don't really have that many great players. Like, but uh, they were
5: good enough to dominate the AFC. They destroyed the second best team in the AFC, the Pittsburgh Steelers.
3: I'm I'm with you. Who? Which team has more great players? The Steelers or the Patriots.
5: So what? So what is the what? What's the um, name? The, the subtext of that 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 the that Bill Belichick is such a wizard compared to everybody. I which I'm not. Which I don't say no. that with snark. I, what, what, is he I, just so much better? Than ever than anybody else. I don't understand what little cheat code they figured out. I don't say that uh, um, in an aggro way, yeah, yeah. but you know, I'm talking video games. What what have they figured out that no other te- the 31 other teams just can't mimic? I mean, the Steelers certainly have more firepower on both sides of the ball going into the season, but I'm basically already announcing, you know, the Patriots are. That's what I'm
3: saying. They're they're a super team without really being having super team talent. Well, I would say. I mean, a lot of these guys, if they went elsewhere, I don't think they'd be that that great. Well, I I, I kind of agree with that. You, so you don't think
5: Jimmy Garoppolo is the savior in Cleveland or elsewhere?
3: I would like to see him do it. I think, I think the Patriots really want him to be the long-term guy there. I think next offseason is going to be dominated by Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo talk. Dominated. Mm-hmm. Everybody I talk to tells me that, the Patriots have pretty much earmarked Garoppolo to be their quarterback for the next fifteen years, and so if they can't figure out a solution to extend it even one more year, you know, next next year is when well, it's the, that the, the poop will hit the fan.
5: It's that uh, it's that human element. The one thing I'm watching on Monday night, I'm watching them all up on the podium, and they all seem happy, and it's a great uh, it's a great family, and they're all celebrating. What a great group of uh, of guys it is. But on some level, doesn't Steph Curry have to be like, "Hey, uh, I'm still here, everybody. You know, uh, I know it's nice for KD he won the title, but uh, we don't get it without the this old is my sec- here. this
3: is my second one. Yeah, I
5: felt a little bit like, hey, uh, I'm still here, everybody. You know what's amazing? We don't, I won the. Remember when I won the title without KD? I know. This. And by the way, he also said what I thought was great was somebody asks him one of the po- in the postgame interview, somebody asked him, what did he and LeBron say to one another in the postgame? He said, well, LeBron's the only guy in the league that I've ever looked eye to eye with and really said, like, you're the you're the only guy in my way. Like Steph Curry isn't on the side like, hey, I'm your teammate, man. I want two straight MVPs, not you or LeBron. In the last few years, what about me? I, I'm in that kind of, at some point, maybe that'll get in the way. But otherwise, I have no beef. And the same thing with LeBron, and I've said it a million times. The whole Maverick Carter show, the pomp and circumstance around the decision of I'm taking my talents to South Beach, that was an unfortunate turn of phrase. And all the fireworks down in Miami were, were, were ridiculous. And not one, not two. All that stuff was nonsense. But if you cut through all that and just look at what happened, you had one of the best players in the league get together with a couple other of the best players in the league and eschew the need for the man. We don't need you, owners. We don't need you, GM. We're the players. We're the working class. We're going to do it without you. That's exactly what KD and Steph just did, right? Isn't this something we should all get behind? Strike one for the
3: proletariat. Take that, bourgeoisie. <laughs> you get it, Tucker? You understand? That's not what. Durant and Steph did Durant just signed with the oh, Warriors but, uh, why, why do you have to undercut me I'm just I'm just keeping it real all right. next
5: issue is uh, that I really wanted to dig in with you but before we do because because you know you're an offensive lineman and I refuse to be pretentious you know the one rule in Studio 66 no
3: jive Ross Tucker. But wait a minute when, when do you do the thing like all right let's start the show well, oh, oh don't oh. we usually talk yeah. for like ten minutes and then you go, okay, let's start the show? Yeah, and we've, I never we've know done what away the in the
5: o- in the off season. We decided to uh, to get away with the Andy Reid uh, hurry up offense. That got was the, the, it, got to it, got it. <laughs> the, uh, and we just get right to the. I show didn't process. know that. Didn't we just let that. our hair All down right. through the off season. Got and, it. Uh, and do that, but right now let's get into me undies, and then we'll uh, we'll move on because I don't
3: want to get into your undies.
5: Ah, I get boom, it. Look at that somebody boom. went to an Ivy League school. He knows how to turn a phrase himself. There. Did you hear when Kyle Brandt, your old uh, roommate, I when listened when he made fun of you. He did. Yeah. He didn't make fun of you. He just did an impression of you on the uh, here on the. DCS. I know.
3: Right? I know. I listened.
5: Yeah, he's a handsome devil.
3: Yeah, I saw him on TV this morning weighing himself. Yeah, it's yeah. like a bit he's doing. It's vain. No, it's he's doing an Eddie Lacey thing. Ah. If he doesn't lose five pounds in two weeks from now and 10 pounds in a month, he's donating money to Eddie Lacey's charity.
5: Oh, speaking of weight gain, we'll get into that in just a second here. Right now though, let me tell me tell you, Ross Tucker, you don't have to get into my underpants. I want you to get your own pair. You're going to get 20% off if you do oh. it right now with Me Undies. You've perfected your wardrobe. That much is clear at least on the outside, Ross Tucker. But you know what's underneath, what you need to put underneath? Me Undies, soft, feel-good undies delivered right to your door. Designed in LA, made from sustainably sourced micro modal A fabric, 3 times softer than cotton and Tucker I've worn them. I'm wearing them currently, and they are indeed very, very soft on your bottom. I think you're really going to enjoy it. You can get a subscription if you want to do that. You get uh, the monthly subscription. It's all bold colors and classic shades and adventurous patterns that you can do. If you don't want that, just go and get 20% off your first pair. But you must use this URL, meundies.com slash ddfp. To get, uh, to get the uh, 20% off your first pair. The hashtag DDFP is apparently now something important that we must incorporate uh, because uh, it's not enough to just NFL that? in Can general. That, that um,
3: thing looks so official.
5: That does, see? I'm yeah, classy. I mean,
3: th- that looks so official.
5: The Dave Damashek football. We program.
3: definitely don't have things like this for my podcast.
5: <laughs> you don't have fancy cards like that? No, no.
3: Who did is this what you sign when people want your autograph?
5: Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe you missed uh, at uh, at NFL Honors on the eve of uh, Super Bowl 51. I was uh, I was kind enough to give my autograph out to all the NFL superstars who were there. Nice. Jameis Winston got one. Uh, Antonio Brown got one. Who else? It was uh, they were they really were uh, they really enjoyed uh, yeah. getting an autograph. Anyway, so with uh, Over Undies fourth, <laughs> What is going on here?
0: I believe we have a
4: surprise guest on the line for you guys. Uh Let's go ahead and uh, bring in our surprise guest.
5: A surprise guest, you say?
4: Surprise guest. Can you hear us? Yes,
6: and I love Dave Damoshek, dude. (laughs) I love Dave Damschek because Dave Damschek loves the Pittsburgh Penguins. Did you know I'm from Pennsylvania? I tell everybody I'm from Pennsylvania. I'm from Wyoming, which is sort of like Reading, but it's Wyoming. And Taylor Swift is from there. And Chad Henney is from there. Dude, that's a super team, dude. That's a super team. Ross Tucker and Chad Henney and (laughs) and Taylor Swift. We're going to get a second yingling. And we're going to be in Pennsylvania. It's going to be awesome.
3: I don't talk like that, dude. Ross Tucker is on the line
5: talking to Ross Tucker. This is a trip, man.
6: I think we have, like, an echo in here. I don't know if it's, like, an (laughs) L.A. thing, but I'm from Pennsylvania, and I know every high school football player ever from Pennsylvania. If I told you I've met Shady McCoy, he played Pittsburgh football. Dude, I don't talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> the
5: laugh, <laughs> the laugh, and everything—pretty
3: good. You don't have one to return, flyer? No, I don't do impressions. I'm—I am gonna text him the picture I took of him though this morning. If for some reason, he was in Brown's gear. Standing on a scale as I'm working out this morning in the hotel room, I look over. Why you, you? He wouldn't even take his shirt off. Let's
5: acknowledge in. that it might not be the uh, your your twin brother that you didn't know yeah, existed. I played for it's... The
6: Browns, That's why I have Browns gear. I was talking about all the <laughs> teams I played for: the Redskins, the Cowboys. I played for Bill Parcells. I played for Marty Schottenheimer. It was incredible. I'll tell you all about it. How much time do we have? For the podcast. <laughs>
5: That's the great Kyle Brandt on the line, I think. I think. Uh, You know what?
3: I've never heard him do the impression this long and like this sustained. It's very, very good.
5: Well, then the DDFP has served its purpose. After seven years of doing this, <laughs> if nothing else, it has, uh, it has yielded Kyle Brandt's impression of Ross Tucker.
6: And I think yeah, I just, can I tell you something? Yes. I, I, what, what kind of life am I? I'm sitting here, my <laughs> one-year-old's on the floor, my three-year-old is asleep. I get a text. I look at a text, and I go, hey, do you have two minutes to call into Sheck and do your Ross Tucker impression? What the hell is this? And you know what I said? I was like, yeah, of course, let's do it. One of the kids might wake up, but I'm in. I just just
3: heard the one-year-old, I heard the little girl in the background, like, after he did that.
6: She's climbing up the steps.
5: She's She's all right. I'm doing my Tucker impression, baby. Hold on a second.
6: Very but good. But live theater, Shaq. You know how it is. I, I'm asking Emma uh, VP. I'm like, okay, so what have they talked about? How many times has Ross talked about how he's from Pennsylvania? She's like, <laughs> oh, it hasn't come up yet. I said, no way. What are they talking about? They're like, super teams. I'm like, okay, I need to construct a wild missing Pennsylvania super team. And maybe I should include that Ross doesn't like Taylor Swift because he used to have the most followers in Pennsylvania. And now Taylor Swift has like 50 million. Dude, she has like 50 million, dude. It's not <laughs> <says it's> even fair. <laughs>
5: Kyle Brandt, I think you're really going to enjoy what we have coming up here in just a second. As you try to lose weight, do you want me to go into it now, Emma Should we do this now? Let's cut right to it. Kyle Brandt, I want you on the line to hear sure. to hear a claim that Ross Tucker made on his last appearance on the DDFP. Take it away, there, Ryan Bartlett. Take us. How uh, many back. could you do, Tucker?
3: Uh, I could do a hundred. I probably get <laughs>
4: <could, laughs> minutes. Wait, minutes. hold on, hold on, hold on, dude. You Impossible. don't even. Have to,
5: a hundred uh, Munchkin donuts from Dunkin' Donuts. Oh God,
6: that's great! You claimed no that you, you could eat a
5: hundred in mm-hmm. uh, over the course of one show here, one DDFP. You could, you, you you could do the whole thing. Here we go. We'll get back. How to many this. could you do, Tucker?
3: Uh, I could do a hundred.
5: I'd
3: probably get sick. St- 110 <laughs> I'd minutes. I'd get sick. <laughs> Dude, you don't, have, you don't even have to chew them. You just, like, swallow them. That's But
5: you would produce- be consuming one, of one every, tens- to get them. every 10 seconds. You would have to swallow another Blueberry, one. Cake, <laughs> donuts. <laughs>
3: Blueberry <laughs> cake donuts. <laughs> Blueberry <laughs> cake donuts. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but. Those would be the ones I'd pick. Wow, we're just a few days
5: removed from National Donut Day, and now it is time to put your mouth where your mouth is, Ross Tucker.
3: 100 blueberry cake <laughs> munchkins. Oh, Get God. eaten, friend. Dude, oh, well, why God. would you not wait until – why wouldn't you tell me this before I had lunch? Because, had lunch I, because you
5: made claims. There were, you, you didn't put any asterisks next to it. You just said I could eat 100 over the course of a show. There you go. You're welcome.
6: Yeah, you are. going to be dude. up your plane, Wade, dude. You are. I'm <laughs> telling you, Jack. You should have seen this guy. I, I went to I went to his wedding. It was out in like the Pennsylvania countryside somewhere. I think it was 200 degrees. Ross weighed about 3:30, sweating <laughs> through his tuxedo. Uh, it, it was insane. And now he's going to be back at that way Because, I know you can eat, dude. I know you, I know you can A hundred sounds ambitious.
5: 99 right uh, to go. Now 98. This is going to be exciting <laughs> to follow along. Hey, Kyle Brandt, awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, fantastic impression. Go tend to that uh, little one. I don't want to be somehow to blame for anything uh, with child services. I don't want to get a call. Well, Kyle was busy doing the Tucker impression. so uh,
6: Yeah, Check anytime you want me to call in and do the Sheck impression, I got that too. You got the number. Anytime.
5: Whoa. Whoa, whoa. I'm vain enough to now be officially intrigued. Let's
6: hear it. Oh, you know what? The baby's crying. I gotta go. I'll have to get
5: to it. <laughs> there he goes. Tucker, Anything ninety three down, ninety-seven <laughs> to go. We'll keep you uh, up to date there, Kyle Brandt. Thanks for call- thanks for calling in there. So all right, so while you eat the donuts, let's get back to me undies. And we do need you to go to um to me undies. Wait, give me that where'd my card go? I need I need all the info here. Um we want you to use the ddfp hashtag there, the special url meundies.com/ddfp 20% off your first pair. If you do so, now
3: Ross Tucker, is every is every munchkin like cake like this? They're
5: like snowflakes, yeah. They are e- each one, it's a, its own thing.
3: No, but like. I mean you know like a glazed donut like is like it's just like air inside. Yeah. Are there any munchkins that are just air inside? No. You You said listen, you said cake and I couldn't be dude, after your donut thing? Yeah. I was somewhere and I got a maple donut. They did they had free donuts and I specifically grabbed maple for you. It's close between maple and blueberry cake. A
5: lot of people rose up when I declared the buttermilk
3: the donut. No, I mean butter. I I meant buttermilk. I meant buttermilk. Oh, oh, oh! What was I saying? Maple? You said maple? No, buttermilk. Well, but I got a buttermilk.
5: I gave the Shecky Award Best Donut for 2017 to the buttermilk donut. And a lot of people said, "What about the maple bar? That's number one." I have to. I'll be honest with you. I gotta get back to it and try it again. It's it's good, but it's kind of like goat cheese in my book. Like the maple bar is good three bites in, but by the end of it, it's like, "All right, enough already!" And, you know, it's too much of, of of the flavor. You know what I'm saying? But what you're asking is. You want a raised donut. Raised donuts are just that airy kind of thing. Well, I just the feel like the cake is the cake easier is easier
3: to eat a hundred if it was raised. I'm telling I, you, you didn't say raised. You said blueberry cake donut. I, I'm telling you, if I got like if I hadn't already had lunch, I had a very filling lunch. Mm-hmm. If I hadn't already had lunch, and I was getting like a thousand dollars per each one of these I ate, I still couldn't do a hundred. <laughs> is that true? I could Look not at do a hundred. Oh. I mean, Uh, dude, these are bigger. hold
5: your feet to the fire. You shoot your mouth off. It's easy. Once it's time to do do it. it? I mean, you know, if the situation were right, if the circumstances were were perfect, I could probably throw down 50 in about a half hour. I once, I've said it before, I'll say it again now, when I was in college – I uh, I w- entered a wing eating competition at uh, at what is now called Buffalo Wild Wings, but back then it was BW3s. It was a regional thing in the Midwest. I joined it, and uh, the first round was um, fifty wings in fifteen minutes. It took me fi- It took me fourteen minutes and thirty five seconds to eat uh to eat the fifty wings. So I did that. The next fourteen minutes. Second round. Second round. Come back three weeks later. Go back in there. Monday Night Football is on in the background, and the second round is here. Now it's for real eaters. Now it's 70 wings in 20 minutes. As a champion, as someone who is clutch when the playoffs start getting uh, yeah. get deeper, Damashek ate the 70 faster than he did the 50. How about that?
3: Faster than fourteen minutes. You had that many.
5: Yeah, I, to look at me, you wouldn't know it. But you know what? You can't gauge heart. You can't gauge uh, guts and stomach. Hey, look who's behind the glass. Bring him on in here. It's his old. It's Ross Tucker's old pal, all the way from England. Play us a little theme song. Why don't you? As he makes his way in here. Handsome, oh yeah. <laughs>
4: handsome. He's handsome. He's handsome.
3: He's handsome. He's handsome.
5: Hello, handsome. How are you?
4: I'm very well indeed. What a feast. Look at yes, this. Yes, indeed.
5: Do you remember when Ross was on last time and he yeah. said he could eat a hundred uh blueberry cake uh munchkin donuts, little whole donuts? Is this a hundred here? Well, now it's like ninety six. He's only made whoa, his way whoa, through. Whoa, four.
3: whoa, whoa. What? I just found a glazed in here. That's a me. Glazed, that was my one. A glazed was this raised? That's raised, yeah. So I could have done the hundred blueberry cake, but because of this. It's the whole the whole competition is now what vo- what what is this? Why would they put one little glaze? Is there is there significance to this? I don't know. You ever go to do you ever order
5: fries and uh, like an onion half an onion ring makes yeah. it in there? Same yeah. same deal. I'm guessing you know.
4: Yeah, that looks delicious. Stop so distracting. You, you, to have well, I don't uh, do you. Uh, but this
5: is your moment of shame, Tucker. This was this was your playoffs. This was your Super Bowl, What's and stopping? you blew it. You ate you you ate five out of a hundred. I think maybe I had six. <laughs> That one might be sixth. Uh, Hello, handsome. You're just in time. We're about to do, uh, in honor of me, Undies. Let's be brief. Let's blow through these questions quickly. That's going to be difficult for you. And see how.
3: I'm not even going to answer because I know. Just one more thing. Just one more thing. Go ahead. No, i was just doing my impression of you. <laughs>
5: real quick, real quick.
3: <laughs> real quick. I'm easy to distract. I'm easy I to. Love that. Real quick, real quick, real quick. It's not
5: funny. Emma VP behind the glass likes to show She's off. She's showing off. It's not, it's Why, is M a VP? Why is Emma MVP?
3: Why is MVP? Come on, M. Uh. Uh, VP.
4: <laughs> and you oh, went. You man. went to an
5: Ivy League school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling Kyle Branham in on that one. All right, ready? Quick answers on these. We'll start with you, Handsome. Where will Eric Decker play football this season? Uh, Los Angeles. Oh, I like the open-ended the nature of that answer. Buffalo. Oh. Better candy color
4: and flavor, red or Blue. Blue. No, right. I mean, right. I have a, I have a single rule in life. Sorry to not be real quick, but I have a single rule in life. There is nothing natural that's blue. There's no natural food that's blue. You should never eat. Blueberries? Out. Blueberries aren't blue. Well, now I have to are, ta- now I have to detour from Let's Be Brief <laughs> well, and wait, get into blueberries my. Blueberries are not blue. Here's what <laughs> happened. <laughs> All right, Dave, what do you think they are, purple? Away. Take it away. Take I
3: take it agree purple? with what Handsome's saying. Here's the thing, Tucker. Blueberries are, by the way, highly underrated. And I hope I'm a part I of this, love the. I blueberries. Fruit. I hope I'm a part of the fruit show because yeah. I've been reading. They got really? crazy antioxidants. They're delicious tasting. You can have a handful. Uh huh. Um, I think blueberries you can have a hundred of them. They might be number one. They might be number one ranked fruit. Get Kyle Brandt back on the line so we can
5: have a Ross Tucker PSA on the virtues of blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> They're really good for you. <laughs> I, I, uh, I that that is fine. But here's what happened: the blueberry is at least uh, is at least close to blue. Raspberry's got the short end of the stick among all the red fruits out there. There's cherry, strawberry, watermelon, um, and beyond. Somebody said at the candy factory, hey, one of you guys has to step up and turn blue because we just can't have this many variations on red. And raspberry's the one who stood up and did that. Blue raspberry is a fine slush puppy flavor. It's, it's okay, but handsome's correct. Red is the better candy.
4: Do you know what's interesting, though, what you talk about that they came up with the name Blueberry for something that isn't blue. There's so many red berries, they never called anything Redberry. <laughs> why did they not do that? Why, why that is it... That seems like a missed opportunity. A raspberry, like what the hell's a But why
3: does it sound so weird... When there's a British accent with a donut in their mouth. well, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, if you and I talked with our mouth full with a donut. Well, it's, we've discussed it many times, our favorite word. But but uh, it's weird when. Blueberries. Someone, it, there's, strawberries. It's weird when there's someone with a, a nice British accent eating a donut. Oh, well,
5: trying, I right support it. Point. He has to pick up your slack, Tucker. Next question. Best. Star Wars or Lord of the Rings?
3: Star Wars. Star so Wars. Correct.
5: Will the Panthers make a comeback this season? No. Ooh, I disagree. I think they returned to the top of that division. No, I don't think they do. No. Who's the greatest NFL super team of all time? Is there such a thing? Is there ever super been a super team? Th- I don't even know what that question what means. What does that mean?
3: Early 90s Cowboys. No. Oh,
2: Bears. Anything you want. The 2017 Patriots? No, project? I would say
3: early 90s Cowboys or 70s Steelers. I mean, you what? Ten guys go to the Hall of Fame. That's a super team. Mm-hmm. Late I
4: mean. eighty, late eighties, nine is as well. I guess those would have to be your those top would three. Be your three. If you could, if if you could uh, go
5: into, we really that is the number one reason why the scientists need to get uh, all their ducks in a row on this cloning business. So we can just for just for pleasure's sake, we don't have to create better versions of ourselves. Although that would be fun for me. I'd like to have a better version of me, but. Um, we need them so we can bring all of these all these uh, bar room debates to light. You know, who would win the '90s Bulls or the or the current Golden State Warriors? Well, just clone them all in their prime, and then they'll play each other.
4: That's a good idea.
3: Yeah, they should do that.
4: <laughs>
3: I'm so sure that's to. what they'll
4: use that science. That's tool. what we need when it for. When they do it, when they do it, they're like, "All right, first things first. Let's play all these games. Greatest touchdown
3: to celebration. By today. the way, I appreciate you keeping the space for my jersey. Oh, I wanted in, to let in, you know. In between A.J. Hawk and Mario Lemieux.
5: Can I tell you something, Tucker? That what? was that was big news I had to share with you today.
3: We have decided we're, we're inducting a
5: new class soon. But I wanted to give you, because you've been around the league a little bit, I wanted to give you the opportunity to choose which jersey oh. went in to the digital wall of fame you made it Tucker congratulations yes that is big. big you yes. wear Bills you wearing that weird Buffalo Bills Buffalo Bills the ugly one you wore the ugly wore the blue ugly one ones.
3: no i don't navy and royal blue that's a very ugly shirt navy navy blue buffalo bills and what number 65, 65 in your program number I one in your it was 66 heart. for some reason. No, 65 in your program number morning.
5: Congratulations. Heart. We're going to a- uh, announce the other inductees uh, in the uh, in the short term but I love uh, it. Wanted to give you the opportunity
4: to choose that. Greatest touchdown celebration ever. Um it's too cheesy just to say the Barry Sanders ball flip. Yeah. Uh, I liked a lot of I mean I like I like that. I like the fact that it was a celebration. I like a lot of Steve Smith stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. The only one I ever remember actually getting into was the Icky Shuffle. Hmm. I was like <laughs> so nine years old. Yeah, yeah. I thought the icky shuffle That's was cool. cool. Like we yeah. used to do it, like the icky shuffle. So I'm going icky shuffle. Who's got the coolest NFL logo?
6: Ooh.
5: This is kind of an easy one. Call oh, me a homer all oh, you want. Oh, it's oh. got to be the Steelers. No, it's no, taken no, from no, the no.
3: Steel. It's the coolest thing there is. And it's only on one side of the hat. No, it's the old school um, Bucks. It's the orange cruiser buck. Buck in here, Bruce. That's Dude, the worst cool. At, that's the worst cool, them. ain't the, the worst. The guy has a knife in his mouth and he's winking at you. That that's Think that, about the old Bucko Bruce. The guy cool. the guy has a knife in his mouth and he's like, "What's Make up?" Make an
4: interesting case. <laughs> Handsome? <laughs> it's definitely not that one. I think the Raiders I think that's where. Yeah, I Yeah, the Raiders. Yeah, it's it's the same cool. deal, but it's. Uh, I like the fact. Uh, that- How about Pat Patriot snapping it? No. no. Which friend's
5: character do you identify with the most?
3: Joey and I. I don't like <laughs> that show.
5: <laughs> Joey's the dumb one.
3: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but he's also the. The bigger, hunkier one. The handsome one. Who do you want me to be, Chandler? I don't know. What, what the old, are they all are hard. And I can't be. I wouldn't, I, no. I, that's the right answer. I wouldn't want to hang out with any of those no, people. And you know what? That dude, Ross, whatever his real name is, David Schwimmer, if I ever see that guy, he did my name dirty. What? what? Dude, Schwimmer. Ross Schwimmer. is. Oh, yeah. You know who oh, Ross is? Ross is a big, tough guy that punches you in the face, <laughs> drinks yingling beer, loves high school football. That's what Ross is. Not some, eh, Rachel. No, Rachel. I hated that
5: boy, guy. Boy, oh, boy. You really got an axe to grind with this uh, with this Ross. I'll tell you this, though. On the downside, Ross is a very weird name for a baby. You know, like, oh, he's so adorable. Look, what's his name? Ross. See, it's a. <laughs> Why? What were the parents thinking there? Like Ross the
3: baby? That's a weird little name. As opposed to Dave? Davey. Like Davey turns into little Davey. Hey, let's name him Dave because the whole point of having a name (laughs) is to differentiate from others. But you know what? There's only 500 million Daves out there. Let's get another one so that when he's in kindergarten, there'll be seven other Daves and they have to call you Sheck, which you later call Shick for some unknown reason. I, I don't know why you would
5: assume that (laughs) that coming in.
4: I cannot believe you guys
3: really got your donuts there.
4: Let's let's have another one coming. Let's both have another one
5: Uh, to your point about Jimmy Garoppolo earlier. I'm
4: already like
3: feeling like sick. I don't
4: when is Tom Brady
3: going to retire Ross Tucker 2019
5: going to retire after 2019. So he plays two more
4: seasons. Yeah. Do you buy what I what do you what do you guess there, handsome. Mm. I would have said the same thing, but I don't want to say the same thing, so I'm going to say after this season. Do you buy
5: what I always say, and again, anecdotally, it's what it seems to me is, that guys, for some reason, not so much in the other sports, but in football, when it goes, it goes in the snap of a finger. It's not a gentle uh, decline into that good night. It's just like all of a sudden you are good, and then you are very bad.
3: Seems like that especially – quarterback well we saw that with Peyton running back
5: and everything so
3: running back but not really as much for offensive line I don't feel like really that seems like a gradual decline even wide receivers kind of feels like a gradual decline think about like Steve Smith and guys like that
5: I don't know I mean this is just completely random one to pull up this is a random name to throw out but like one year Vincent Jackson was dominant and he's been hanging around for like 3 years now without with ca- uh, catching about 7 passes over the course of that uh, that time
4: right i mean I just all of a sudden you're good and then you're but, not but i guess it's different the two positions that ross just mentioned the quarterback and running back is you are the guy or you're not the guy whereas with receivers with offensive linemen you're not necessarily the guy so much there's a there's a there's, a there's a platoon of people you that could, could even do
3: the Rivas example for corner mm-hmm yeah, that exactly. But then you have Terrence Newman. He's like 57 and he's still playing. Court. He's older than me. But – Crazy. That, that Right. How long
5: you stay relevant isn't the question. It's when it goes. It just seems like all of a sudden you're but bad. And this idea that Tom Brady is – well, Tom Brady can play another five or six years based on the way he looks right now. Yeah, my point is – he could hit the field in September and just be like, "Oh wow!" Or it might not. Even oh, he's be not September. good anymore. It but might not even happened? be
4: September. It might be in September. You'd think he can still do five more
3: years, and it might be November. You're like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, but what happening. does he really do? I mean, he throws the ball for the most mm-hmm. part, like ten to fifteen yards, middle of the field. I just, I don't. I'm not saying this negatively. I love Tom Brady. I just don't think that there's going to be a huge drop off because it's not like mm-hmm. they're asking him to throw fifty yard passes all the time or to throw deep in cuts. I mean, he primarily just is dinking and dunking but it, it. It'll be the legs or the
4: hips or something like that will go and that'll be... The, that, well, that's why those, That's with why with the Patriots... That's Peyton Manning. That's what happened with him. That's what happened with Marino when he suddenly like hit a wall and was, was done for the Did second I half. Refresh my memory season. about
3: about Marino.
4: Marino's he, hip, I think, went. And well, uh, he had
3: the Achilles. He had the
4: Achilles, and then he had a hip injury, and then just couldn't drop back. I know he it's still like... put up numbers, but
5: the Achilles was the seminal moment of his career. That's when he got heavy. Yep. All of a sudden, he, he looked at him, he had uh, birthing hips. Uh, you know, when did this happen, uh, Danny boy? Uh,
3: birthing hips. Hey, you've done the NFL, and if L, if the Steelers took Marino, right?
5: I you know what I've, I I think we did dip into that one but oh that you mentioned a great NFL about uh, forty five minutes ago it was for those who are still waiting to hear what it was Tucker said what if Archie and Olivia Manning never got together Tom Brady would have, have like seven, nine eight rings nine maybe yeah I mean Peyton wow. it's pretty that's pretty that's uh, a good one pretty interesting um, here's the question I have for you you mentioned offensive linemen. I am not so pretentious as to claim that I understand why one 300-pound man leans up on other large human beings better than other ones do. I, But everybody loves to indulge these conversations, like just random fans and, and in fact, people who are paid analysts. I, I've talked to NFL players who are not offensive linemen, wide receivers and such. They don't know who's a good offensive lineman. It's not their area of expertise. However, you are – that uh, extra that uh, so give everybody make everybody sound smart for the remainder of 2017. Tell us who, in fact, has the best offensive line in the NFL. Give us the top five, if you would.
3: Can I say no particular order? Yeah. Okay. The four teams that were in the conference championship games: okay. Steelers, Patriots, Falcons, and Green Bay. Green Bay, really? Not anymore after they lost T.J. Lang. I wouldn't think. And then the other two that come to mind are, well, Oakland, Dallas, and Tennessee. So that's seven I just gave you. So I'll get rid of Green Bay now, and I will get rid of New England. And I'll insert Oakland and Dallas and Tennessee. There's tell me to get rid of somebody. Tell me. No, that's, fine. that's I'm, fine. I'm just interested. No, that's fine. That you that's fine. He, You
5: often hear people float out, oh, they have a great eye. Oh, it's because of the oh. You don't know what you're talking about. I mean, you, you I know what I'm talking. about. No, you do. But people love to float the opinions of others and pass them off as their. Uh, this is the number one thing I think in uh, for fraudulent conversations among fans and even, like you I can say, the majority. Tell if the team of, has a
3: good offensive line though. You don't have to be an expert to watch the Cowboys and say they have a good offensive right. line, right? But and I, you don't have to be an expert to this look. This has at- been this is
5: this is stuck in my cross since way back to the days of Anthony Munoz. Oh, Anthony Munoz is the greatest uh, left tackle. Oh, based on what, uh, friend? What do you? How do you? How do you know who is an offensive lineman specifically that people aren't aware is great that is great? Or give us
3: two or three names. Uh, well, I I don't think even though people know he's great, I'm not sure people realize how good Zach Martin really is for the Cowboys. Because I'll tell you why. You know, you look at all these guys that have come into the league, Eric Fisher and Joke, all these guys, and they've struggled and used to be the safe position, taking offensive tackle in the top ten. Zach Martin came. He was a left tackle in Notre Dame. They moved him to the other side of the ball and switched positions. So left tackle, inside to guard, but on the other side, which means not only a different position going against different body types, but a different stance, use your hands differently, different weight transfer. And the guy was like the best guard in the NFL immediately. Hmm. I never see anything like it. I mean, we got guys like tons of guys, Greg Robinson from the Rams. They can't – they're not even average at left tackle. Why do you suppose – I have a hypothesis
5: informed by what uh, people have told me, but why is Greg Greg Robinson – to me – about as big a bust almost as Jamarcus Russell or other big skill position names you, would, you might float out there. Greg Robinson wasn't like, well, this guy's going to be the franchise left tackle now for the next decade. No, this was the talk was, he's a generational talent. He's going to go down as one of the greats to ever play the game. Why? How could they collectively swing and miss so gigantically on a guy? What, what, what's the reason he's
3: no good? Uh, the biggest issue for him is the mental part of the game. Because he doesn't like football. No, I think he likes football. I think that – I remember watching the Auburn-Florida State game in the national championship game. Remember that game? Mm-hmm. He had at least four or five mental errors, which means did not block the right guy. You, you just can't play guys like that in the NFL. You can't win that way. And Auburn's offense was so simple that I remember thinking, I don't know about that. I mean, the the athletic upside is way, way high, but I was – nervous about how and he's I don't know if you ever talked to him he's the nicest kid in the world they said like in the Rams facility in St. Louis the ceiling was like I don't know how high it was he could flat-footed jump up and put both it's like 12-foot ceiling he'd jump and just put both his hands up like he's as athletically gifted as any lineman that's come out in 20 years probably but it's about so much more than that I mean if it was primarily athletic gifts I wouldn't have played at all a lot of it is just knowing the right way to block a guy, knowing where your help is, and I just think it gets pretty complicated and some guys struggle in that area, and I think he's one of those guys. Then there's other guys like Luke Jokel gets $8 million for a year from the Seahawks coming off of playing four games torn ACL when he wasn't good in Jacksonville. I I, I don't know why he's getting that. What's second.
5: that, Arrogance. On Tom Cable and the Seahawks part, No, yeah. oh, we can make it. We, yeah. we, we've we've uh, made it work with less talented Ta- guys. Than Tom this.
3: Cable refuses to just let a guy play a position that he played in college and and have a good offensive line. Like they draft this kid out at the center out of LSU in the second round, Ethan Pochick, or maybe third round, they're going to put him at right tackle. Like I think Cable thinks he gets extra credit. If he takes a guy from defense, or a guy that played basketball, or a guy that was a bust in Jacksonville, or a guy that played uh, center at LSU, and makes him like, I think he thinks he gets extra credit if he like manufactures them into something different
5: the team that you didn't mention that i feel like just based on because when i evaluate when i attempt to yeah. from a distance evaluate study. offensive line all, i do all
3: your tape study well,
5: I do, yeah. no no i well yeah of course i don't <laughs> i because i'm not because i would know going in it would be a waste of my time but but just you know i can kind of assess as you say if you watch the line of scrimmage if you're getting a push if there are guys spending too much time in the offensive backfield then the offensive line may not be good collectively i certainly can't assess individuals but I can look at pedigree and as uh, as inexact as that is I know they well they have this many first rounders and this guy was highly thought of coming into college went to a big five school all that kind of stuff doesn't uh, don't the Miami Dolphins fit that category aren't they aren't they like a high end at least uh, in terms of talent
4: coming in though they seem loaded to me
3: no no, no, they've they've got hole at center. Pouncey, he's still Pouncey's, hurt.
4: Pouncy's hip is is a big question mark. Tunsel, right, right guard's
3: a huge question mark. Right
4: guard, they don't, they don't. They, there's there's about three guys competing for the job.
3: Jawan James has been a mediocre first round pick. He hasn't gotten better since his rookie year. Right. They're excited about Tunsil at left tackle. I mean, to your they, point, they could. James, Tunsil. Pouncy, all first rounders, but
4: again, yeah, I'm going on pedigree.
5: You look at their Top guards;
3: their guards are just guys.
4: There's Bushrod, who who was a decent tackle, who who's made you know found it a little hard at the end of his career to to move to guard in in the first year at least,
3: and then um you're just trying card, to bring up a conversation so Hank can feel more involved.
4: That's true,
5: but, it's but I have nice I, of him to do that. Now, what about, uh, what about the bad ones? Who give, give me two or three or five of the worst ones. Teams have no chance. I think an interesting one, at least from a distance. I don't know how good the upgrades have been in this offseason, but I think it's a little tough. To put it all on Blake Bortles when that offensive line was as wretched as it was. I mean, you have a couple of nice running back options back there over the last few years, and none of those guys got off. It can't all be coincidence. It's got to be that the O-line is the consistent. No, uh, I
3: I would say Jacksonville jumps to mind. I think the Jets are going to have a bad offensive line. I think there's some that will be probably improved. I don't know about either L.A. team. I mean, the Chargers are going with both these rookie guards. Mm -hmm. I like both those guys, but – Rookies can really go either way. Um, the Rams, I still don't see it. I, I'm, you know, I'm glad they got Whitworth. I know, have you ever met that guy, by the way? He is a giant. Huge dude. Uh, I think they'll be a little bit better, but they're still not good. Um,
5: what about the Bengals mentioning Whitworth? Is that, I mean, in general, I feel like a lot they, they of They have a chance to be was...
3: terrible. They have a chance to be terrible.
4: <laughs> I, I, they I, lost, I, They lost some key pieces. I have
3: a no, sneaking suspicion that that's, and, that's and, and coming. Well, you know, everybody points out these other offensive linemen. The worst offensive lineman I watched last year was Cedric Obwehi, the first-round pick from a couple years ago for the Bengals. Could not stand watching the guy. Could not stand it. I mean, not good and lacked the physical temperament that I would prefer in my offensive linemen. They have a chance. The Bengals are like the gang that just can't shoot straight because now they get all this skill, position, talent and they're not going to have the line to go with it. They still don't have the right
5: quarterback either. They's not uh, Andy Dalton is not a uh, uh, top eight or top ten QB. He's fine at best. Kind of enough with all these all, – uh, dressing up everything around him and never addressing the central issue, which is that 14 is meh.
4: Hey, Ross, when you say that,
5: like, you –
4: Tannehill
3: or Dalton, go.
4: Tannehill. I, you know what? I think I would go Tannehill. I know
5: that we will be laughed at. Handsome and I, I will would be go, laughed at.
3: I would go Dalton. Would you? Yeah.
5: Based on what? Subpar on. arm, right? He's got an average arm. Average. He doesn't have
4: the athleticism that maybe Tannehill still has after. Well,
3: his, what? What? Is, after what does his Tannehill knee? do with his athleticism? Remember
4: once uh, in a while he that, twenty yards. That was yards. an easy. Th- that was an easy thing to say before, but lo- he made a lot of plays outside of the pocket last season.
5: Hugh Jackson is supposedly a wizard who's going to fix hey. all
4: that ails Cleveland. Hey. Finally,
3: did you know? That Ryan Tannehill played wide receiver in college. I heard about that, but what? Adam Gase. Where did you find But this now out? he has Wasn't Adam Gase. So is that, is that the number one? No, no. What's no, the, what's it's, number it's one? It's
4: top. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard. Heard. He went to Harvard. <laughs> that's, that's number one. one. Antonio it is, Gates played basketball.
5: Is, that one is spread. One. Yeah, that applies now to too many tight right. ends. Now that half the league's tight ends played college basketball. Tom Brady was a six-round draft pick. That's that's big. Yeah. Um,
3: the Fitzpatrick-Harford one.
5: <laughs> I can go way back on these, though. I, people old enough will remember that when Andre Tippett was a dominant uh, outside linebacker for the New England Patriots, they would never go a broadcast without very early on mentioning that he knows Taekwondo. <laughs> that, oh, oh, yo, taekwondo on the side. Chad Brown loves snakes. Snakes. Okay, like, snakes. <laughs> That's a good one. Snakes. There are a lot of those. Yeah, We, we could spend a lot of time doing that. Last thing, and then we, we'll wrap it up here. What do you guys think of this? I, I, you know – the ceremony of Mike Vick and Roddy White is just the latest in it in this weird 21st century phenomenon of signing with a team so that you can retire as that as a Which member is of that. Team.
3: Totally meaningless.
5: It is the for whose benefit? Who who is who the, are the fans? Is it? Why would a Why does a fan care? What if the, the fans eight years old? What, what do they care? Like, I, I, oh, he's back on my team. Well, he's not on your team, and I think the fans get
3: that. I had Lance Moore recently, yeah, on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Dave, and he said that it was fans that after he because he signed with the Falcons. And then, like, a weekend of training.
4: I don't mean to. I'm not. Yes, Lance about Moore retired this. this offseason. No, but who did he retire as? Like he Saints. Played, okay. After he played, After like he played a year in Saints.
5: Pittsburgh. I mean, well, like that's. He that played stuff. like
3: nine years for the Saints, Great. one in Detroit, one in Pittsburgh. Okay. But during their heyday with the Saints, nine.
5: Okay. Years. So, anyway, he. So, he what? Was, does that erase then, the, the, the nine
3: years in New Orleans? Can I tell you why he did it? Okay. Okay. All right, so he said I want you to eat 5 donuts first though. <laughs> no. We're going to
4: need it to go uh, to go box, Emma. <laughs> go ahead, saying. tell That's your. That's going to be
3: amazing for my red-eye flight tonight <laughs> Exactly. What for everyone? I I, I already got upgraded to first class, but if I didn't, I'd be like, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you
4: should hand them out. I get an aisle seat.
3: You go sit in the back." <laughs> just <laughs> handing them out. <laughs> um, but uh autograph, autograph Lance <laughs> Moore. So Lance Moore said that There's a big rivalry between the Falcons and Saints, and it evidently bothered Saints that he was finishing his career with the Falcons. Even though he retired and said, I don't feel like playing anymore, it bothered them. They wanted him to retire as a Saint. It is a ceremonial thing Mm -hmm. to pay tribute to what the guy did for your team. It's a one-day – it's basically just – forget the signing of a one-day contract, okay? Very Forget precious. that. It's, it's basically just celebrating the player's retirement and doing it where you remember him. which is why no team has ever offered me that because I never was anywhere more than two and a half
5: years. Yeah, but we're going to have a ceremony to beat the band here. We're going to put up the Ross Tucker
4: uh,
3: yes. Bills jersey. Dude, that's how we should do it. You should that should be my ceremonial one-day
4: one day retirement. Sign a one-day contract
3: with, with the, the Dave Damashek football like program. You know
5: what? Yeah. I'm back on board with this one-day uh, <laughs> signing thing. I, I, I'm back in do on Do the Steelers it.
3: do that? Do they not do that?
5: I'm trying to think of when they've ever done that. I'm sure they must have. It seems like it's the thing to do in the, over the last 10, 15 years. Any player of note. Who Noda, would it have
3: been, though?
5: I don't know. I mean, if there was a leave. one from long ago. Jason Building. Pittsburgh Steelers fans still are uncomfortable. Rod Woodson. No, the site of no, because Rod Woodson doesn't need to retire a Steeler because he has mere because he has said, well, the team, if you were to associate me with one time, I want you to associate me associate me with as a Steeler, even though Yeah, but he
3: went into the Hall of Fame as a Raven.
5: No, he, he won Lombardi's elsewhere. No, he didn't go in. <laughs> don't, don't say that. You know which one is bad though in Pittsburgh? Is Franco Harris wearing that Seahawks. Uh, weirdness that yeah. was, people don't like. The people are uncomfortable. Like so, did he, that so
3: but back then they didn't do the one day retirement. No, thing.
5: no, no. If they were to go back and do that, anyway. Listen, Ross Tucker, we've covered it when all. We're we gonna start the show. We're gonna well, we're gonna end <laughs> the show, or you're gonna leave the show right <laughs> I now. I love
3: when he does it for 45 minutes. Yeah, he goes, like, right, let's let's start, start the show.
5: Let's go ahead. It's uh, you have one more piece of business to deal with, but uh, Ross Tucker, take your donuts with you if you don't mind.
3: Oh my gosh,
5: I'm gonna put two on my head plate. on out. Um, it's, been a great, uh, it's been a great visit with our great pal Ross Tucker. I, I can't t- encourage you enough. If you like to be smart and have a uh, good conversation with your friends and seem sharper than they are, listen to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. And like I say, he doesn't just stop at the game of football. No, he delves into the game of game life. Of life. As well. Yeah, yeah, that's that's important to do. Go ahead, Ross Tucker, get out of right. here. Let's do it. There he goes, handsome. It's good to see your old friend. Right. Mm, it's as, to see him. As a reminder, I Ross Tucker good would never you, have been a part of uh, of my life or the DDFP were it not for Handsome Hank. Good to see you, Ross Tucker. There he goes, right outside of Studio Sixty Six.
2: All right, Ross. Uh, g- nice to see you. Nice to see you it's so random. Um, we have to, we're going to get you a to-go box for those donuts, but how does it feel to completely not live up to your own (laughs) words?
3: Uh, it doesn't feel real good. Um, I overestimated going into the battle about how many I could really have. I think now that I've eaten seven or eight of them, I could probably do a solid 50 if like my life depended on it, but a hundred sounds like a lot at this point.
2: Maybe before lunch.
3: Before lunch, yeah, I think, I mean, I really think I could do 50, but 100, like maybe in my heyday, like in college, but that's, there's more to, they're thicker than I thought they were going into it.
2: All right. So a couple years prior and, um, and maybe half the amount. All right. So take note, take note, but we'll still get you a to-go box. All right. All all right. Now we have next line of business is Ross from friends. What's the deal? Do we have some serious beef beef with Ross? Yeah. So. It's not a very common
3: name, right? So I grow up, and I like my name. I like that it's a little bit unique. And I don't know how old I was, 12 or 14 or 16 or something. The most popular show for like 15 years, there's a Ross in it, and he's a dweeb. He's a little like sniveling, like, ugh. He's like the anti-Ross. So I just didn't like that because that gave people the wrong impression.
2: Uh They're They're sneaking up on you.
3: Thank Sorry you. That gave opinion. that gave people the wrong impression about the name Ross. It's
2: Cuz he couldn't get Rachel. Is that the deal? Know, but he did at the end, right? He, he did at the end. But, he not, did.
3: but not like yeah, I I just he was
2: a whiny little
3: uh. <laughs> anyway, you All right, moving all on. Negative? Moving
2: on. Okay, exactly. we've yeah. Why all right. All okay, so we're going to go positive. It's Father's Day this weekend. What's the best Father's Day gift? I saw you you're talking about it on Twitter, so In person, Best Father's Day gift.
3: Well, the Best Father's Day gift for real is anything from my daughters, right? So anything handmade that they like put um, stickers on, they're five and four. So that's the real Best Father's Day gift. But Omaha Steaks has an unbelievable Father's Day package. Put Ross in the search bar, by the way, when you go there. $49.99, you get four fillets, four top sirloins, Four country fried steaks. I can go on and on. It's like ten burgers, twenty hot dogs. There's no way they're making money on it. I don't know how they're doing it, but it's a great thing to get your dad's.
2: I'm taking notes. So, uh, make my dad a Father's oh, Day card. Do the research, by the way. Of dad. course, of course. I'm gonna make my dad a Father's Day card and throw in some in, in, yes. and some some steaks. All yes. right, all right. Take those donuts. Get out of here.
5: Thanks, sideline savvy. Good stuff there with uh, Ross Tucker. I, I hope he said some nice things about uh, handsome and myself. Handsome. Thanks for joining us a little late. Did you have a uh, a good weekend? What do you have planned for Father's Day this coming weekend?
4: Uh Father's Day, I have a I have an issue with Father's Day. It 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 always coincides with my wife's birthday. So oh. I get over overridden by ah. by that, which I think is a very unfair thing that is her unfair. to do. She should she should probably reconsider. That's true. She really should.
5: All right, handsome. Let's wrap it up here. We'll be back with more hooey and apples. Hey, Dave. It was yes. your birthday. It was, yes.
4: Did you have a nice time? I had a wonderful. time. Did you time. eat cake?
5: We ate a lot of cake and we went to a fair that just happened to prop up. Break out! A neighborhood. Was it for your birthday! We rode. What's that? Did they do it for you? I. I well, we pretended that they did. That's what I told the kids.
4: That sounds like a thin slice of heaven.
5: <laughs> it almost was. Play the song one more time, and then we'll wrap it up. Again, I want to mention the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure you check it out. In fact, the entire family of podcasts, RossTucker.com, one of the greats in the uh, in the pro football media. Check him out, and maybe if you listen to him, he'll start giving you the leftover blueberry cake. I don't know what he'll do. All right, we'll talk to you later on. Thin Slice of Heaven.
2: Get in zone, AutoZone.
1: Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today?
2: My check engine light's on.
3: Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone Free Fix Finder service can help find the fix for free. Get
2: in zone. This whole report for free?
3: That's right, printed and on your phone, for free.
2: Get in zone. But what if the fix is too tough?
3: We'll recommend a local shop. Fix Finder,
6: only at AutoZone. Get in the zone, auto zone. Restrictions apply.